Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. Some sort of anal dumpster sex back there. What's going She's on? like crying well, with laughter right now. Shut up and sit down. They are participation statues. They are participation trophies. That's hilarious to me. Is what's hilarious to me is that they that 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 sort of that's where they came from, right? Like that we that liberals have are giving kids participation trophies and not holding them yeah. accountable, motherfucker. You know you you've been you've been worshiping at the feet of participation statues for how long now? You know what that's I'm saying? That's crazy. Like, so you know don't don't get mad when we're here to tear it down. Listen, we're not gonna burn them up. We're not gonna we're not gonna destroy them. You know, we're going to put them in a museum called Losersville, and you can go visit <laughs> that museum. Welcome to another sexual episode of Critical Mass. Yeah, we're here, and uh, I don't know, I've been drinking. Well, who hasn't? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty wild, because I was just thinking to myself, we don't drink on our show because it's in the morning. I mean, have we drank on our show before? Sure, we have. Course. But we don't typically because we usually record in the morning. So it's just kind of like, I'm not that guy anymore. Like, I, I got think it's malt. a good show to drink too. That's fair. I like that. Right. But tonight, Two what's dumb different? Idiots talking about shit. Exactly. Um, but what's different about tonight? Well, that there it is. I let the cat out of the bag. We're recording well, at night. night. Yes, it's nighttime. Uh, I, I just... You know, we typically record Sunday mornings. I uh, had some family things yeah. going on, and yeah. know, decided let's be flexible. That's what's so great about podcasting: it's flexible schedules. You know? Yeah, when you've so got we, the right we both voice. drugged our families. They're both well asleep now. Yep, it'll be days oh, yeah. before they wake up. It's gonna be great. I can't hey, to wait keep it light before we dive into the days. really uh, heavy shit here, Rock. Yeah. You just went camping yeah. with your family. Yeah. And yeah. I prayed for you, and I'm going to need you to pray for me because I'm about to go camping myself with my family and some other friends uh, that you're not allowed to okay. talk because of the court order. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be crazy. We've actually rented an RV, uh, a camper. Oh God! Not 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 a okay. motorhome, but a, but a trailer RV, and it's going okay. to be so cheating. to the campsite. Well, we've had this conversation before. It's not actual camping to begin with. If I'm sleeping no. on the ground next to your fucking Silverado, some stranger's truck, 10 feet away from me, it's not camping. A bunch of other dumb fucking families 20 feet from a bathroom is not family. It's not camping. I'm sorry. So no, if I'm going to go endure this bullshit, I'm going to be comfortable. On top of that, I have a baby with us now. 
I'm not bringing a baby into a tent. I don't know. I don't want to do it. No. It's... Dan, let me just tell you. So we decided to camp at um, my in-laws. Now, they have multiple acres of land on a small chicken farm. It's a very beautiful, beautiful area. And they have plenty of woods to set up tents. And um, they're very welcoming people, and they were like, "Yeah, come out here. We'll set up some tents. You know, we'll uh, we'll do we'll do our thing. You bring the kids out here. It'll be great." Night one, we get thunder and lightning and a crazy rainstorm, and my daughter is almost seven, mm-hmm. and that's not gonna happen. That's so. We waited for a lull in the storm, and we were very lucky that we got it. We got everything out of the tents, ran inside, and I slept on the couch, and everyone else slept on the floor. And Failure. <laughs> it sucks. Does your tent not have a rain cover? No, it it does, but my daughter was terrified. Oh, right. She okay. was ter- She was terrified. I would have stayed in the tent. I don't give a shit. I'm fine. Um, you know, but she's terrified. So it's like, all right, we're we're going inside. So then. The next night comes, and I ha- I was very groggy and angry just because, like, oh, then my daughter decides to sleepwalk, and from all counts, looked like she was trying to get out of the house. Oh, my God. So, wait, is it all four of you in the tent? No, it was just me- myself and my daughter. The okay. baby and the weef, they were already Stay inside. Indoors. Got you. But So yes. then you go inside, and you're then- sleeping on a couch, and then you see what? Like, well, so my my wife's sort of stepdad, I guess, who was joining us in this endeavor, he, like, yells my daughter's name, and I woke up. Yeah. And I was like, I yelled her name because she was out over by the door. And I'm like, come here. And she had no idea where she was or what she was doing, and I just got her back into, like, the sleeping bag. And I was like, here, go back to sleep. The thing that scares me, Dan, is we were at in the middle of the woods, they live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. She, had she gone, They're, gotten out, I mean, who knows where she'd be right now. That's the the thing. And the thing is, is it's very safe where they live. I mean, it's incredibly safe. There's no one around. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's a very safe, um, very country. Driving up there, though, it's Trump country, which kind of brings us into, you know, whatever. But um, a lot of flags that say Trump 2020, no more bullshit. And I'm just like, I think that that flag is so incredibly ironic when it's like <laughs> literally no more bullshit. That's he like saying, bullshit. yeah, that's like saying I'm, <clears throat> you know, I, uh, cops don't, you know, brutalize minorities. You know what I mean? It's just they do. Yeah. They just yeah. they do. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, well, I don't know. I don't know. Imagine having a property that lines up to your in-laws, and it's the middle of the night. It's like midnight. You're out there with a few friends having a fire. You hear a what? You hear a twig break and a leaf brush by and some crackling in the woods behind you. And in walks a seven-year-old girl with her hair over her face and a nightgown. That's happened to you? No, I'm just saying, had had your daughter got out, she could have oh, walked yeah. up on someone else's fire and scared the shit out of him. 
Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it just it was it. it so I then so that was it. I was up all night. Um, oh yeah, you got to be. And I was like, that's it. Well, I guess I'm staying up. So it was awful. And then the thunderstorm again came and woke her up. So then I had to like calm her down. I didn't sleep at all the first night. And then the morning comes and I'm just like, you know, you just like don't want to be bothered. You're just like, I don't want to be bothered. And it's no one's fault. Pretty much every day of my life, dude. There you go. So then it comes to like, are we going to do the tent again the second night? And it was pretty much deduced by, I think, one of the most dad things I've ever said. Well, I'm not getting up at midnight again tonight. I'm just not. So <laughs> we'll stay inside. <laughs> yeah, unless you lock the fucking thing somehow. Yeah. So I figured out that my daughter doesn't know how to use the locks. So the second night, I felt a lot better. And she was fine. She didn't sleepwalk at all. So that, that went well. So, yeah, there was that. And then, um, you know, uh, having a baby, man, you know, you know all about that. Just having a baby doesn't make anything a vacation. Nothing. Even your vacation isn't a vacation. No, I haven't, I haven't had a vacation. I, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. I love him. I love him. I'd do anything for him. I would die for him. I would kill for him. Mm-hmm. But God damn it. Did he ruin the entire vacation? He ruined it. <laughs> well, what's crazy for me is that, you know, working for the post office, I get X amount of, of time off. And what carriers typically do is they'll take like a week off here and there. Yeah. And yeah. so I've had a couple opportunities to do that so far this year, um, including being injured in, in, in at the beginning of one. So that was fun. But it's crazy when you have yeah. three kids or even one kid, even it's just. Yeah. Your entire life revolves around them, so there's no such thing as sleeping in um, or staying up late. It's just you got to do what you got to do. You got to get up. You got to brush their teeth. You got to brush their hair. Yeah. Fucking get them dressed. Change their diapers. Change their diapers, or if they're older, like get them to find their fucking. They can never find their underwear. I don't know what the deal is. It's like it's in your fucking underwear. Where does it? Where does it go? I swear to God, I don't even understand. And it's in your drawer. I'm gonna be so pissed. That so happened that see that is such a reality that actually happened to me today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't find underwear. All right, I don't here's have mine. Any underwear? Yeah, you right. tell me that one more time. Here, you're on mine, get... damn it. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe you're saying that because that yeah. was today. I don't have any underwear. How? How? Yeah. How do you not have any underwear? Well, I changed it a bunch of times. Did you shit in it? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Where did it go? How is that? But yeah. this is the thing. Like, as good parents, I'd consider you and I good parents. You Uh-oh. know, we w- there's nothing. Lower there's nothing we bar. wouldn't. Funny. No, there's nothing we wouldn't do for either for any of our kids. Any of our kids, there's nothing you wouldn't do for your three daughters, and there's nothing I do for my daughter and my son. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them, ever. However, <laughs> but I won't do. They're they're a lot of work. There's so much work. Love. Yes, they you are. Know? There's a ton of work, and we didn't it? we didn't even we, we didn't even shit them out. I know. It's nothing to do with us. Speaking of um, transitions here, you yes, 
I believe, commented or shared on a post about a woman uh, on Facebook who, or Instagram, whatever it was, said that, hey, women have all the power in the world. We could just end the human race by refusing to have babies. And the amount of rape comments that just trickled in, it was just unbelievable, dude. Well, yeah, you saw my you saw my comment, my actual comment, if you could quote me. Which was, this is vile, I believe. Yes, yes, that is exactly, this is vile. I had no other words to describe the comments. Like, listen, who doesn't like a, a, a tasteful rape joke, <laughs> you know? But these, these, this wasn't, jo- this wasn't like, all you have to do is read it. And you're just like, these, this is fucking disgusting. Like the shit that they were like, I was just reading it, just going, there's nothing funny. There's nothing funny about any of this. Like, this isn't even funny. Like the, the veiled threats, the veiled, I'm going to rape you. Like it was disgusting. It, it thoroughly disgusted me. Well, what's, I guess even more upsetting just from a, comic standpoint is the lack of originality like there were just so many repeat comments of literally the same thing it's like yeah don't you see the comment thread had like a thousand comments already you don't think someone else said but we can make you (laughs) okay yeah like you never fucking like come on dude a it's there's a time and a place for rape jokes church family gatherings but not of course and not when it's already been said. You know, that's derivative. Exactly. God. It's so derivative. But, no, but... It, and the fact is, is, like... You look half of these people up, and they're conservative Christians. Yeah. More than that. I, I mean, you just look them up. And it's just, like, you know, a cross and a flag. Mm-hmm. And then, like, their their comment was... Well, you know, if we don't want it to come to that, but if they do that, then I guess we'll just have to hold them down. And it's just like, wow, dude, that is really fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to say. That's just a not even just to say to think that's just a fucked up thing that you thought of in and you and then you said and you commented and there was no levity. Thought of it, it, said it out loud, wrote it down and hit enter. That's yes, and then you, and then you go to their page, and there's a cross and a flag, and it's just like, yes, Christ said unto thee, I will make awful, awful comments about raping women. Ezekiel I believe that was in the Bible. Six. Yes, Ezekiel twenty-one thank, six. Um, thank you. I know my verses. <laughs> we should have I a verse. Verses. We just quote Bible verses at each other. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. I mean, God, growing up, I had to read. I've read the book of Luke. I've read uh, Psalms, which is just a whole bunch of Psalms. Um, and I've read, yeah, right. The Revelation. It gets a little book of Revelation. <laughs> you know, there's the New York Times bestseller that kicks in right there. Oh yeah. That's the end of times kind of shit. That's where it gets dark. Well, it's all silly. You know, in Ge- it is. I mean, Genesis is always a favorite, you know, well, how we all came to be. It's fun make-believe time. It's the nursery rhyme sort of section of the Bible. 
yeah, bitch, and it's bitch, it's don't frustrating. You fucking touch that apple! I swear to God. And she had to do it. Well, but the the problem is, is the it's the allegory. The tree represents knowledge, and. God said, don't eat from that tree. And when man educated itself by eating from that tree, it killed God. Right. Or took his power away of, of some kind. Yeah. Well, his, his only power is if you believe in him. He's like, uh, he's like in that, what, the movie Elf, like Santa Claus, like, you know, the, the, the Christmas O-meter or whatever. Like, if people yeah, don't yeah. believe in him, he ceases to exist. It's the spirometer. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's oh, that's right, the spirit. It is science. It's science. It's all it's science. science. Well, speaking but, of science but, uh, and, the, and the deniers, do you want to move into Donald yeah. Schmump? Schmonald Schmump and his uh, fucking psychotic behavior lately? What's he been doing? I, I, honestly, I don't a, even want to keep up with him because he's such a turd. I can't wait for him to either get shot or get voted out. Well, this is the thing. I, I'm with you there. But this is, let's number one, let's start here. Herman Cain died today. Finally. Herman Cain. I mean, whoops. So, coincidentally enough, the, like the CEO of Godfather Pizza, which, okay. Yes. No, I brought this up on the show, I believe. Yeah, he, he was. He was the CEO of Godfather Pizza. He was which, appointed. I thought was the best pizza I've ever had. Really? Yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense. It's gas station fucking garbage pizza. But the crust is so fucking buttery. The cheese is perfect. It's five fucking bucks. It was super cheap. It was like dirt cheap. It's basically like a Little Caesars, but I felt like the crust was buttery. It was just so good. But Little Caesars is awful pizza. Let me put it this way. You know how there's like some really shitty movies that you like to watch? That's what Okay, it's like a guilty pleasure. Yes. Like I I'll fucking gobble a whole one down. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather well, eat yeah, that's ten like... little Caesars pizzas than one Domino's pizza. Well, that's that's fair. And but that's like eating Taco Bell. You notice there's no one ever inside of a Taco Bell. Everyone is going through the drive-through, ordering it, and then yeah. eating it in the in their cars in the parking lot while they're crying because right. it's just shame. They don't want to be caught on camera eating it. Yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, no, so so Herman Cain died. He's he was the CEO of Godfather uh, Pizza. He was a member of Trump's cabinet, wasn't he? Um, housing. Is not Herman Cain. Herman Cain, however, did run yes. for president back in what, 04, 08, something yeah. like that? Yes. Yeah. All right. So Ben Carson was put in charge of HUD, and he was the one that was also like a world renowned surgeon. Yes. Herman Cain is the CEO of Godfather Pizza and was a huge Trump proponent for a very long time, and he did run for president as well. That is correct. Um, the point of this story is, first of all, I want to apologize for getting the two of them mixed up. That is, wow, I feel very stupid right now. And there's not many black um, politicians, prominent ones, in Trump's corner. So you think we would be able to, you know, get that straight? Yeah, you would think so. God damn it. I see. This is a this is a moment, though. This is important. This is an important moment because we can check ourselves for just kind of having a racist moment right there and say, hey, that wasn't right. That was wrong. No, I, 
I mean, we jest, but honestly, I don't yeah. I don't know for sure. It could be a race issue where we weren't paying enough attention to both of them. But I, I honestly just think that we were just confused. Because how could there be more than one? <laughs> we're very obviously confused yeah. as to how more than one black man, or woman for that matter, could be a Trump supporter right. when he is very obviously racist. But... Fact matters is let's get back to the facts. Herman Cain attended the Tulsa rally for Donald Trump. He tweeted before the rally that masks will be optional, and Herman Cain did not wear a mask to the Tulsa rally. And this wasn't very Herman long ago. Cain, right? the, the Tulsa rally was just like a couple weeks ago at, at most. Correct, but he already had pre-existing conditions. I did do research on that before the show. Um, he did have some pre-existing conditions. And, you know, you take those into account. But he went to the rally uh, knowing that he had COVID, right? Or did he catch it, like, immediately after? The the thing is, is it can't really... It can't really be determined where he got it from. Right. But he went to the Tulsa rally, and a whole bunch of Trump's aides and stuff have already been proof positive with coronavirus. Right. And he was attending the Tulsa rally. So, I mean, I can't sit here and say with certainty. I don't have a certain – he got it from the Tulsa rally, and now he's dead. And I can't you know say that, that with they certainty. Met Any... right? I mean, I don't know that for oh, a fact, sure. but let's be honest. You know, they obviously met backstage. He's not just sitting out in the stands with his wife. He didn't just no. park in the parking lot and walk in. Like, he got fucking no, he spoke. to meet the president, to talk to the other people there. Yeah. You know, and you're right. He spoke. So now, I mean, it's a big yes. deal. He was back there touching hands and, and basically sharing mouth spit with everybody back there. So I don't know why people but, don't understand what the, what's going on here. It's a fucking airborne virus, you stupid motherfuckers. Yes, but, but Dan, it gets crazier, and I know you're going to agree with me. All of this to prove a point that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. All of this to feed an ego to be against the educated masses because then they lose their power. They knew full well that COVID exists. They know full well how it works. These are, these are not that stupid of people. But they can't let their dumbass base, who is stupid, mm-hmm. see them. They have to own the libs. Well, I'll tell you what, Herman, you sure own the libs by dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sad because no one should have to die for any of this. It was bad enough with the flu as it is. Like, the flu is fucking crazy. Sure. Okay, yeah. and it sucks. But we have data. We have Hundreds of years of data. Right. Right. And and methods in place and plans and vaccines and, and you know, stuff like that. But uh, I don't that's know. why, man, I can't stand it when people say the flu kills more people. Yes, we have a lot of information on the flu, though. We actually save a lot of people from the flu. No, the I don't, I don't remember the is, flu killing a thousand people a day. In well, fact, yeah, I think exactly. the flu killed six thousand people last year. Yeah, 
and now we're up above that. Well, hell above that. Yes. So yes. fuck off with your the flu kills more people. You kill more people. You kill more people because you're spreading misinformation and lies. Yep. I don't know yep. how to start. I, I, I don't know how to start this, but I want to really desperately start some sort of petition, a campaign to influence Congress and the president, everybody, that we need to have a mandatory nationwide stay home for two week quarantine. No one in and out of the house, in or out, except mm-hmm. for a very few individuals that have to go out. Social workers, for example, uh, ambulance workers, some police, some, because there'd be less people out, therefore you would need less police. Um, mm-hmm. Firemen. And pay them. If, and pay them. You, right. Pay them well. And, 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 and have security features in place so that let's say a policeman goes out on the route, they, they, they're on the beat, if you will. They come back at the end of the day. They don't even walk into the station without derobing somewhere else, sanitizing, putting on different clothes, and those clothes being washed immediately. There need to be procedures in place for everybody that has to leave the house. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, for example, I used to work at Coopervision where they made contact lenses. And everybody there is still considered an essential employee because they're making a medical device. Folks, you can go two weeks without having to order new contacts. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And here's the other thing. You could stock up. You could say, look, September, the last week in September, this is when we're going to do it. The last two weeks in September. We can plan for it. You know what I mean? And you don't have to go out and hoard a shit ton of toilet paper or hand sanitizer or, or X, Y, or Z if you have time to plan for it calmly. And you can ration. Like these stores at the very beginning of all this, they didn't know what ra- they didn't know how to ration anything. They were giving away toilet paper and, and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. People were walking out there with, with towers of shit. It's like, mm-hmm. and then after it started disappearing, they went, okay, uh, only one per customer. Well, that should have been the fucking way it should have been to begin with. Yeah. So if we have a plan in place where everybody just stocks up for what they need for just two weeks... Because there's a start time and an end time. It will literally eradicate this problem. The economy may see a big dip for those two weeks, but bam, right back into it, baby. Hardcore. Go to the beach. Go to the bar. Go to the restaurant. Fucking go on vacation. Go on a plane. Go to a strip club, for crying out loud. If after two weeks, we will know who has it and who doesn't. And it will die with some people, and everybody else will know that they don't have it. Yes. We just have time to plan but, for this. We can do it, man. We can do it. I just don't know where to begin. But, Dan, Dan, this is the problem, is you have this group of people that think that they are enlightened by some type of other knowledge that they possessed outside of the rest of us, that they are the true savior by saying things like, well, if I I have to wait in line at a store to get my two weeks of rations, what's the difference between that and the bread lines? Hmm? Is that where we want to go to, bread lines? Because it's temporary, and, you dumb fuck. And then they say, well, that's where it starts. 
Yeah. That's where it starts. And and then this is my my new response after today. And this is where fascism starts when a president actually verbally declares that they would like to postpone an election. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he, he knows about the mail-in ballots. And he knows about the amount of people that can vote from home that would destroy him. He doesn't want that. He wants people to show up. That's the only strength that Republicans have is that they show up to the polls. Well, it's old people. It's old people that honestly, a lot of them, uh, if you're an old person and you're going to vote for Trump, then really you're a useless person. You should probably just die already. Like, honestly, I just, I know, and they should just die already. Yeah. That should be a Hallmark card. We should make cards. Critical mass cards. We should. I wonder if we could do that. Just open it up. So we should. Die already. <laughs> but, uh, die already. Just <laughs> happy 95th birthday. Die already. Love your grandkids. Um, no, and old people, and you know what? I think someone on our show said it best. Old, it was Joe Harris. Old, white-haired men need to shut the fuck up and step to the fucking side. Yeah. Or get out, no, get out of the way. They need to shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of the way, is what Joe said. And he's absolutely right. These old, over 65, white-haired white men, you are no, you're now, like, you're no longer relevant. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that you have to swallow four or five Viagra to get it up anymore. And right. I'm sorry that because of that, you feel like less of a man. So you have to persecute gays and blacks and Jews because it makes you feel more like a man. And that's a lot of it. What it comes down to is this. Sure does. I need, I, I need to feel like a man because I'm, I mean, God damn, Lindsey Graham. Do you think his penis works? It does not. It does not work. He's into, he's into There's, pegging. I bet. Oh, he loves getting fucked. And and I tell you what, though, his lips work because they're firmly wrapped around President uh, Trump's penis. Oh, yeah. And Lindsey Graham loves it, but his penis doesn't work. God, I could go through how many people. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Are you kidding me? That dude's penis has already been declared dead. Oh, my God. Can you imagine him trying to get it up? There's. There's no way, and that's why he is where what he is, and that's why he represents Kentucky, the only cumulative place that's dumb enough to keep a guy like that getting elected. They are like a spouse going through spousal abuse. Yeah, you they know, just I, let their spouse beat the shit out of them. I will defend Kentucky a little bit, and just hear me Fuck out. Kentucky. I think the problem with a lot of these. You know, I, I don't know if I'd call it a Bible Belt, but it's a southern state. And it's certainly a red state. And what the main issue is that there's really only Louisville um, as a sort of educational center and a hub of sure. shared thoughts and ideas. And therefore, you're going to have a much more of a mix, a broader scale of Democrat, liberal, conservative, Republican, like a, like a good mix of people. And so in and sure. around those cities, if you look at those county maps when they do the elections, you'll see a lot of blue towards the, the educational centers and economic centers. The cities. 
of those states. So it, it te- tends to be the cities. Well, Kentucky, the, all they really have is Louisville. And the rest of the state is just fucking red, dude, because it's so fucking back country out there. You know, I mean, at least in upstate New York or in New York in general, you have New York City. Then on the other side of the state, you've got Buffalo. And then you've got these sprinkled other smaller cities, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, in between. That really, that that sort of, you could just draw this line of blue through the state. And if you're yeah, not yeah. if you're not in that I ninety corridor, it's red. But it's enough people spread out throughout the state that actually end up winning the electoral vote for the Democrat typically. So New York typically runs blue, even though there's a ton sure. of conservatives here, and that's kind of what's happening in, in Kentucky. I mean, we, we call it a backwoods fucking flyover state. It seems very hickish, but to 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 call the entire state that way, it's really not fair. In fact, I, I know a few people that are down there that are fucking awesome, awesome people that would never, ever be considered the group of people that we just referred to. So Then they so should move. They should know. move. They were up here. They moved back there um, for some god-awful reason. Family. I don't. I, yeah, and to tell you, you know, so I'm driving through. I, it's where I was this this past earlier this week was in Trump country, and these people with their Trump flags and Trump stickers, and it's just like, and it's just the stupid shit. It's just like um, Trump uh, making make liberals cry again, or or keep liberals crying. It's just like I just I have. I have a question that I need answered. And and I tried this with a Trump supporter that I know recently, and they just couldn't answer the question. And it's a very simple question. What is the platform at which Donald Trump is currently running on? Because you may hate Biden, and you know what? That's okay for you to hate Biden. In fact, I understand why you'd hate Biden. Like, I can wrap my head around that. That that makes sense to me. However, Biden is still going out and discussing his different platforms, his different ideas, his different thoughts for presidency. Trump, what is he running on? And they were like, well, Biden sniffs little girl's hair. I'm like, okay, what is Trump running on? Well, did you did you hear about Joe Biden? I bet he was with Epstein too, and they're going to figure that out when they get all of uh, Epstein's information. Sure, that's possible. Not my question. What is Trump running on? What is his? What is he running on? What is his platform? And they don't even know. Yeah, they don't need to know. They don't care. They don't want to know. It doesn't matter. He's their guy. They're not they're not following politics in a traditional form or manner anyway. They just it's a big football game to them. Dude, that guy, he wear red, he's a guy, yeah. He gon he gonna drain the swamp. Okay, what does that mean? Cause the swamp is in Washington. Okay, he gon' go in there, he gonna drain it out. Okay, but but like what? What is he going to do in Washington to drain the swamp? And what is the swamp? Was it made up of people or like industry? What is well, he draining? Is it? Yeah. It, because there's money in politics, man. He's going to get rid of it. Okay. He's very wealthy and he essentially bought his way into the White House. 
you don't even know because I read an article and he's going to drain a swamp. So there you go. YouTube, I got a link for you from YouTube. I'll, show, I'll send you and the link. I, I got an article from Turning Point USA. Dude, the I, I think it was the co-founder of Turning Point either has COVID or died from COVID. And yeah. like... Beautiful. I don't see that as a loss. The moment, like that, is one thing <laughs> that you can you can do to have me unfollow you on Facebook. I can't hit the unfollow button fast enough. Is to when you share anything from Turning Point. Yeah. The yeah. moment you share Turning Point USA, it's like, oh, okay, this person not at my level. And I'm sorry, people get mad at, well, you think you're so fucking smart. Nah, bro, there's a lot of fucking people smarter than me. There's a lot of people way smarter than I am. But yeah. if you can't even come to the table with facts to debate with, then we, you don't even belong at the table. You don't get a voice. You don't get one. When you share shit from Turning Point USA or Breitbart, mm-hmm. you or OAN, you don't get a voice. You well, this goes back voice. to the conspiracy theorists. I mean, that's all they are. I think it's the biggest problem that America's facing right now beyond racism is this conspiracy theory that has just infected is the best word to describe it. So yeah. many people. And it's to the level that they've it's too we're too far gone because they cannot you can't show them anything. You can't say, OK, look, the New York Times the L.A. Times, L.A. Trib- what is Chicago Tribune, L.A. Is it the L.A. Times? I think so. I USA think. Today, uh, Washington Post. Um, you could name New all York these Times. huge, huge publications that have hundreds of years in quality journalism. And yep. you could even argue at times maybe wasn't the most accurate, but never tried to be slanted just always tried to give you the truth because their entire organization depended on it because if they came out with something that wasn't true they had to immediately retract it or people would yep. stop buying their newspaper that's how yeah, it works nope. folks and yep and that's so, just not that's just not a thing anymore so when someone shares something from Breitbart or Turning Point or Conservative America USA or some bullshit thing where you're just like where, where what the is blaze this tiny, yeah what is this tiny little stupid internet website that you're getting these articles from it's an, it's an opinion piece it's not even fucking fact and they say well you can't you can't you can't read that liberal rag the New York Times man that you got to go to places like this to get the fucking truth Okay, that's where, that's the crux of the problem right there is that these conspiracy theorists will not even listen to logic or reason from no, well-respected and reputable sources. If we can't even mm-hmm. agree on what our sources are, then nothing matters because they're always going to just say, oh, you're part of the fucking scheme, man. You're a sheep. You're just listening to that bullshit that they're turning out. Well, anybody can say that. All you want to do is go to some place that's going to give you that little bit of sweet nectar that you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, it's a YouTube video that that perfectly fits what they want it to say, what they want to hear. And um, you like John Oliver on, what was it, like last week today or something like that? His show it's on called HBO. Last Week Tonight. Uh, it's a last week tonight. Uh, show on HBO. I haven't really seen okay. a lot of it, but I know lots of people love it. 
Okay. And I do love John so Hall. he does his last he does like you know his um his story and his last story was conspiracy and conspiracy theorists and he really broke down conspiracy very very well and he said the scariest part about conspiracy is that the logic to disprove their conspiracy becomes to them enveloped in the conspiracy itself right. because that is the cover-up portion, right. in which case they make sure that they're never wrong. So even your logic – and this and John Oliver is breaking this down. So even your logical explanation with cited evidence becomes enveloped in their fantasy world because it was something created to cover up what is – really going on mm -hmm. and it's just like these people are fucking nuts and 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 going back to what you said about sources i am uh, these people say well everyone's entitled to an opinion no not really i mean not really your opinion is literally meaningless and and people they they confuse their opinion with racism, misogyny, mm -hmm. anti-Semitism, but they they wrap it up in the sweet little bow, calling it well. That's just my opinion. No, you're just a racist. Yeah. Like we can have a difference of opinion between privatized insurance and state-run insurance, right? Like both of them. In there have positives and negatives that can be debated. You know, my opinion is that socialized medicine or like state run medicine would be superior based on the information that I have. Others say that privatized insurance is better for the American based on evidence that they have. Both right. pieces of evidence are are right, are correct, and both have merit in order to be debated between one another. But when someone says something racist, like, um, you know, they they draw conclusions about how, you know, um, black people are always criminals and this and that. Um, they're just racist. And then they say, well, that's just my opinion. And you're not a, you're not respecting that. And I say, I don't that's not an opinion. You're, you're just a racist. Like. <laughs> I don't have to respect that. I'm yeah. not gonna respect it. It your your fucking opinion sucks. Is is there's no merit to your opinion. Your opinion has to have some type of merit to it. Well it'd be Something. one thing if they just said, Well, I'm a racist and this is what I feel. You know what I mean? Like if, if <laughs> right? they were just like like the owner of the East Rochester Perry's Pizza who just says, I'm a white supremacist. Um, that's fine because that's your opinion and you're not afraid of, sure. of that and, and we get it. But it's like when you say something ra racist and then act like it wasn't, that's when we start to have issues. There's a friend that I am no longer friends with on Facebook because of this issue. He shared a meme of, you know, black people rioting and, and looting and, and, you know, it said at the top image of the black looters, you know, they wouldn't have the energy to do this. And then it showed a picture of farmers below them if they were doing this all day. And, you know, I, I found that incredibly racist and insensitive. Um, for one, it didn't take into account all of the things that black people have been through over the last, oh, I don't know, four fucking hundred years. 
Yeah. And maybe the angst and rage it's built up over that time. And, you know, cause I'm, I'm not willing to judge anybody that's, that's looting or rioting because I'm not in their shoes and I haven't been in their shoes in over 400 years. So I, I couldn't possibly. And, and furthermore, to use the image of, of black people doing it when there are plenty of images of white people doing it too. Um, but it just goes to fit the narrative that black people are lazy, that they don't work all day, and that they don't have a, a right to protest or riot um, even if they do have a job. So uh, the, the, the predetermined uh, idea that, oh, black rioters and looters don't have jobs because well, how, how could they have the energy to do this at night if they had a, if they had a real job that, that angered me so much. And I tried to point it out to him that, that it, it was should. fucking bullshit. And you know, his response and other people came flying in to defend him. Um, and even calling me a racist in turn, which is really fun when they do that. Like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, I said to him, okay, here's the deal. I'm done with this conversation. Why don't you go ask one of your black friends? And I just left it at that. Good. Because the truth is, he doesn't have black friends. Is it someone you can out for being racist? Or no, you're not going to? I'm not going to do that to him. Because um, I don't know that he, that he really knew it. That was the whole point of the conversation. I was letting him know, like, dude, you got to take this down. It's fucking racist. How do you not see this? And I think that he's just a conservative... Um, who has certain feelings and maybe he can't quite articulate those feelings very well. I don't know, but I was just Sounds like, dude, this douche. is fucked up. Yeah. That's, that's awful. I, I recently uh, said something to a very respected friend of both of ours on the Facebook. Um, and I actually, I've done, I'm done commenting. So if someone posts something stupid, I find an article that shows them. I just put, I don't even, I, no context. I don't even write a single letter, just yeah. article. So someone posted the Newsweek article about how hydrochloric, hydrochloric, fuck, I can never say Hydrochloroquine? It. Hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine mm -hmm. is something we need to be using. And they they posted that. So I posted an article that said, here's a bunch of here's a bunch of not only stats, but also the sightings, like the different sources that state that, no, it'll fucking kill you. And then they post an article article back to me about how pretty much the converse of what I was saying, backing up their claim even more. And then I found the article that I read through that said that the video of the crazy Nigerian doctor who thinks about demon sperm and that vaccines cause people to be non-religious, I found out that it was a PAC, a super PAC, a conservative one that, that was pushing an agenda of non-mask wearing and using the hydrochloroquine. And opening everything up immediately, and all the people in white coats in that video, like, were not even doctors or discredited doctors. And wow. so I posted that article, pretty much ripped that to shreds. Dude took the post down, his own post, the not not my post, the whole thing down. Yeah. And we haven't spoken of it since. And we talk every day, uh, but we just didn't. <laughs> we just did not talk about well, maybe that. he was humble uh, about I was, it. maybe he was like you know what i got fucking owned here i got to take this shit down before it spreads any more misinformation 
Yeah, and it's someone yeah. I love. I, I dearly, dearly love. Um, so it was hard, but it was just like, dude, now, no, <laughs> you got to take this down. Like, a lot of people follow you. You, yeah. your voice carries influence and you're a good person. You're a genuinely good person. So this needs to come down. Yeah. <laughs> like During the break, we'll share who we were both talking about. Uh, in yeah, the meantime, absolutely. why don't we take that break? We'll take a break. Uh, we will be right back. Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. Uh, we're back, and we have uh, we have an ad here. It's the last ad of the season. Uh, it comes to us from uh, Revelations Rentals. It's an interesting okay. kind of new subscription service for DVDs. Um, as you know, it's not a streaming service because this is for Catholic people and mainly priests, really. Mm. Um, so they may not ha- really have the understanding of how streaming services work. So they're going to sure. stick a classic DVD in the mail. Um, like the old with, Netflix. Like old Netflix. Right, like the way we used to get Netflix. Um, sure, sure. More for you nerdy folks, uh, Gamefly. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the titles are, are kind of interesting. There's a handful here. Um, and obviously the title uh, pool is huge, but I'll just name a few. Um, for example, Big Daddy. Very okay. popular. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah, classic. Father of the Bride. Daddy Daycare. Yep. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm sensing a lot of. I, I should have read this, but I'm sensing a lot of sort of father figure type of of uh, thing going on. Yeah. These last two are kind of disturbing. Finding Nemo. Oh Jesus. And Taken. All right. Yeah. Uh, this one, I, this one, uh, wow. 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 Well, uh, you know, Revelations Rentals uh, for you, lonely priests. That I mean. Let's be honest. Most of you are child molesters. Yeah. Anyway, um, so moving on. <laughs> thank I think you, we Dan. lost that ad. Now they're probably not going to contact us again. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, now, I had like so. You ever just stare at a wall and, and your brain explodes with thought? All right. What drug are we talking about here? I don't even know anymore, Dan. Um, but in all seriousness, I had this thought that America creates, excuse me, a built in anti-protest situation within its people and it's built within the American dream. So the American dream is very simple. You make your own way, you educate yourself. You get a good job, you have a family, you have a house, that way you own land, you're a landowner, but that ends up being in itself its own prison from being able to speak out against the government. Mm -hmm. So I would love to be out there at Martin Luther King Jr. Park protesting because I believe in their cause. 
But I also have two children and a wife and a family that I have to get back to at the end of every day. And they don't deserve losing me. They're innocent. They've done nothing wrong. Right. So for me to put myself at risk punishing them for something that they didn't do wrong because I could go there, I could get seriously injured, I could be kidnapped by the police, which is starting to be a thing now that's happening. Yeah. Or, you know, some places now I, I'm not saying this about my job uh, and I'm not I mean, I don't know. But some, you know, what am I going to do? Take time off to protest like I have to go to work. So I feel right. like the American dream in itself forces us to be put into a situation where we have no choice but not to be able to fight against those powers, even if I strongly and vehemently agree with what it is that's being protested. I had such a such a problem with this, Dan, that I I donated a sum of money to BLM, to a, a, a group within BLM that uses the funds. I did research on them. I didn't just give random people my money, so everybody fucking calm down. Um, but that the money is used towards bail and or retainers for protesters that were unjustly arrested during protesting. So I donated that money anonymously. My name is not on it. I didn't care about that. That's not the point. The point of it is not that the point is, is I would love to take to the streets, hold a sign, yell and scream, do whatever it is. Um, you know, I was trying to explain this to a friend of mine, before the sixth grade, I knew one black person ever. And there was already like built-in stereotypes and prejudices that I was taught mm-hmm. um, based on my surroundings. Like I don't I don't have any family that's like a KKK member. Like that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is is that the environment I was in before the sixth grade, was one of we don't have black people around here and we don't really like them anyway and that's kind of the environment that i was brought up in um not like like i said again not like specific family members i went to a catholic private school Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's really all i need to say i went to a catholic private school right and then (laughs) yes and then in sixth grade, I went to a public school and uh, there were a lot of black kids. There were a lot of black kids there. And you have these preconceived notions of prejudice that by just spending time with some wonderful people, black, white, whatever the fuck they are. But you spend time with these wonderful people and you realize that all that shit is bullshit, that you that it's all just exclusionary bullshit by the powers that be. And. I can't bear to think of any one of those people being harmed strictly because of the color of their skin. I can't think of that. I can't fathom that. It's very painful to even think of. Well, so that is exactly. And that is my driving force to want to be at a rally protesting, to be at a rally screaming, to be at a rally throwing uh, 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 what? Uh, balloons filled with my urine at police officers. You know, I don't want to. 
I don't want to kill or hurt police officers, but I want to pee on them. I want to I want to throw my urine on them. And I don't think that that's I think as an American that that's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's your God-given right. God's but given, many gods. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Or no God. But I have no occur- God-given there. Exactly. And thank you for for thinking of me there. But no, I have a career, a good career at a great company. I have a little girl and a little boy and a wife, and they need me to come home every night because if I go and protest and something happens to me, they're the ones that pay for it. You're right. And I don't know if you're feeling guilty about not going to a rally. Oh, every day, every day. That's why I made the donation. Right, right. But, I mean, you also have to kind of think about, you know, three years ago we started this podcast about, I don't even know when. Um, Uh, It's been more than three years. More than three years. And we decided from the get-go we just wanted to talk about the bullshit that's going on in the world. We'd be lying to ourselves and to other people if we didn't admit the fact that it was because of Donald Trump. But largely it was so that you and I could have a voice and kind of say how we felt about what was happening around us. And that carries into today. That carries into the Black Lives Matter movement, into the Me Too movements, Um, all these sort of social justice movements that we happen to agree with. Well, we have a microphone. We have a podcast that 50 people listen to, you know. (laughs) Yeah, they're spread around (laughs) the world, but uh, that's fine. I, I want more of an international audience. I want people outside the U.S. to hear us and go, okay, there might be some good people in there. We don't know. But at the end of the day, okay, maybe we're not on the streets marching. It's easier for other people than it is us. It just is. And you know what? I'm not saying that those who are marching have it easy and therefore they can. I'm sure they've made lots of sacrifices to do so. But we have a microphone. We have a show. We think about the show constantly. We're constantly coming up with ideas and where do we want to go and who do we bring in? Whether it be an immigrant from Venezuela who lost his mother and has gone through hardship after hardship after hardship to, to start his own creative path in life. Or a young black man who sees what's going on around him and then decides to start doing facebook video chats with people live streaming so that he can literally answer their questions about what's happening right then and there yeah. in real time yeah. or yeah. or just being a, a young woman in today's society that uh, confronting you know conservatives and conspiracy theorists and, and and not even be able to get you know what she wants done to her own body you know, there's all kinds of things a lot of things that we talked about this season in particular and many other seasons is is driving forward i think in the right direction and that's why we created this podcast and if there's ever a moment where you feel like you're sitting it out just remember you're not you're just taking a different way there yeah i i mean i guess you're right it just it feels there is a there is a feeling of disingenuousness disingenuousness when I post things online or say things, but I'm doing that from my couch. Right. Well, Slacktivism uh, are... is the is the term that you're not out on the streets. Yeah. So what are you really doing? And that's where I want to be. And that's where I picture being. And again, that's why I made the donation. Number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, that's where the guilt comes from, because it's like I want to say. But then you get deep into thought and you think. Did America design capitalism 
to take away the ability to protest? I, I don't know. I'm not saying that that's the reason. I'm not saying that this is, oh, yeah, I'm right. That's what it is. Mm. I'm just saying, is there is that should a deeper look be taken into that maybe? Like, you almost put yourself in a place where, you know, listen, I'm a property owner. I'm a landowner. I got a nice house. I got a nice career. I make good money. We do very well. We're very happy with where we're at. So... But wait, there's social things that I care about. Oh, wait. You know, what if all this is taken away? Well, taken away from me is one thing, Dan. If you take this all away from me, I really don't care. But but there's two children that depend on food, school, education, clothing. So take it away from them? I don't think that that's fair. And I think that that's where... That's where I'm trying to do you, do you understand where I'm coming from or Yes, no, absolutely. You're trying to justify being a pussy. No. I mean, thank you. I'm kidding. No, uh, I'm I'm you can kid, but I'm not no, I mean, that's, no, that's in essence, true. we have kids and if one of us, you know, if we were to get hurt, then I can't work. If I roll my ankle while protesting, I can't work. That's Yeah, you're you're fucked. Yeah. You know, if if you go out there and protest and get hit with a fucking gas can and it hits the side of your head and now you have brain damage or memory loss, you can't work. You know? But but take those things from me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like if I was single and in my career right now. Right, right. And 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 you and I didn't have any kids and I got hit in the side of the head and I got brain damage. That was taken from me. I fought a good fight for what I believed in, and I got hurt doing it. And for me, okay, fine, but there's two kids that didn't do anything. Right, but at the end of the day, you have to question, are you a part of the solution or part of the problem? And I don't, I don't want to pose that question just to you, Brocco. I think everybody listening should be asking that question. Are they a part of the problem or a part of the solution? You're either or. So if you're on a scale that leans towards solution, then good. I won't judge you for being only a little bit on that scale. And I don't think sure. anybody should be judged for it. As long as we're all looking and moving in the same direction, maybe at different speeds, that's fine. But we're all headed forward. Right? That's the hope, man. And that that's the hope that we're all that we're all headed for. And I don't I don't always believe that. Um, and that's the part that's uh, that's frustrating is there's people that, you know, make America great again. And that means regressing. That means regression. Right. And that's the thing is when did we become this theocracy that. I mean, shit, we have a president for the first... Did you know that we didn't delay the election even during the Civil War? Wow. Um, that's not surprising. I, I don't. I, the elections are too sacred for this country. You know what I mean? That's the thing. If Obama said, I want to delay the elections, I would be again. I loved Obama. I'd be against it. If Biden, who I'm forced to vote for, said I want to delay the elections, 
I would be, I would not be behind that. If anyone, I don't care who it is, any single sitting president, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever the fuck it is, if out of his or her mouth came, I want to delay the elections, I say you are un-American, and no, I want nothing to do with you any longer. It could have been Obama, it could have been Biden, it could be fucking anybody. It could be anybody. And of course it's Trump. Well, I don't know. I'd actually push back a little bit on that. I mean, I, I don't think that you should have an election if there's a huge national public health issue. Mail-in ballots, man. Right, and that's okay, but I also, you know, let's say there's something else going on. I mean, uh, just hypothetically speaking, you know, let's say that the fucking sky is lava, okay? It's real dangerous to go out, and even mailman can't pick up your mail-in ballots. If you want to delay the election by a couple weeks, hell, even a month, that's fine for me. As long as we're all on the same page, I just don't want people to be left out. And here's the thing. You can delay the election, but come January, what is it, 19th, 20th, you're fucking Mm -hmm. gone. Okay? You can't delay the time you get out of the White House, fucko. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess... What were you going to say? Finish that thought, please. No, it's just the idea, like, you can't... Go ahead. Delay the election by, by a fucking month, okay? We'll hold it on December 4th. You still got to be gone by the end of January. If he tries to stay in the White House after he's been unelected... Uh-uh. Ooh, what was that country in South America where he did that? Was that Venezuela? I think so, yeah. Maduro? I think... Or... I could be wrong. Somebody fucking Bolivia? Got, Maybe it was Bolivia? Yeah, where he got voted out and then he just fucking stayed there. And even Vice President uh, Pence got on TV and was like, we disagree with this. We support the actual Democratic winner. And they were threatening to fucking go in there with military force, dude. Like, yeah, that's what I, I see I, Trump doing. I see Trump losing and then refusing to leave. Like, finding some Calling it a reason. hoax. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I 100% believe that the end of this election is going to come to blows, and I think that um, it's going to be pretty bad. I, I, I could be wrong. I knock on wood. I could be wrong, but I really think Trump's going to lose in a landslide, and I think that landslide is going to be a conspiracy against him, and he's not going to believe it. Trump has utterly failed the country. Trump will be known as a stain on the history of the United States of America. He is a stain of a human being, and he should be removed from office as soon as possible and tried for every single one of his crimes. And by the way, Joe Biden did say, and it's one thing I agreed with, he did say that um, he would be tri- President Trump would be tried for any crimes he has committed, period. If, if it is found out that Donald Trump has truly committed crimes— he will be tried for them. And Joey, 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 I know you're a longtime listener of Critical Mass. Um, do it. Fucking do it and let us get the exclusive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Joe Biden. Do it, buddy. All yeah. right, let's go to break. We'll come back with our fuck yous and we'll sign off for another great season. I mean, yeah, uh, we'll be right back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, 
weirddon'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. And it's fuck you time. It's our favorite part of the show. It's called fuck you. And uh, fuck you if you don't like it. How about that? Ha ha. It's our fuck you section. And we we take aim at a certain thing or someone. And we just say, pull the trigger, bitch. So um, what is it? Do you have one uh, in the the sling? You want to get your arrow out of the quiver and and let us have it or what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... This is very specific. I was driving today. And you know, a lot of my fuck yous are driving related. It's I so have a easy. serious road rage issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got I got problems. Um, so you know that. I'm driving. Exactly. So I'm driving today. Okay, mm-hmm. this is like a triple. This is like a triple whammy. And you're going to know exactly why, especially the ending. So okay. I hear the bong loud pipes. <laughs> To my right, okay, it's a two-lane road. Yeah. It's not an expressway. It's 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 Long Pond Road. I'm driving uh, south towards Gates, Long Pond Road, two lanes. I hear the pipes coming to my right. I'm in the left lane because I'm I'm cruising, baby. I'm cruising for a bruising. You know what I mean? I'm in my little but hatchback, you're a, you're and I'm just a, in. You're a well-known slow driver. Yeah, but I mean, there was no one in front of me. There was no one behind me. I was just, I was going. I mean, everybody always wanted me to be the de- the the dr- not designated driver. The I was always the designated, and doesn't matter. The less anyway, <laughs> least drunk driver. Um, not anymore. Oh God. Um, anyway, so I'm I'm driving. I hear the pipes next to me, and I I'm like, and you know, you gotta look. You always got to look. You got to look. So I look to my right, and there's a dude, big truck, lift kit. So I got to kind of look up. You know what I mean? The angle is not so good, but I got to see this. I got to see this fucking person is, right? Right. It's this little fucking fat guy who can barely see over the wheel with his little peach fuzz beard. Just like, dude, kids called you fat in high school, and that's why you have this truck now. That's exactly like that is exactly why you have this truck with this the, those pipes. Right, is because you were bullied. That this is you were bullied because you were you were some fat kid. Well, he speeds around me and cuts me off. Mm. No reason, just does it. The back of his truck reads. Your girl probably in here. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I immediately English. said, I <laughs> bet she's not. <laughs> I bet. I bet she's not. Oh, in fact, I will bet lots of money. I will bet everything I have that my my girl is not in there. Not at all, or never would be in there. Yeah. <laughs> then he decide he throws on that left turn signal and decides to make a left turn right in front of me. Oh, and that's it was great. like that's my other fuck. That's like one of my first fuck yous. 
Right. It's a classic. It's a Rocco classic. And I was just like, ah! Oh, my God. So now I got all the traffic. Yeah. Where do you even begin with that? Like, just no, dude. (laughs) No. No. Like, no. She's not. You, You have a tiny penis, and you are a terrible person. And, like... I just I look at that and I say, "What's happening, Dad? What is what's happening out there?" You know what I mean? Like, where? At what point did he go? Yo, you know what I'm gonna put on my fucking truck? Yo, B, B, you know what I'm gonna fucking put on my truck? Look what I got on Amazon. I got this custom from Wish.com. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> took took six weeks to twelve twelve months to get to my house. <laughs> but it's gonna it's be just awesome. Wuhan, dude. Wuhan in the house. <laughs> what, he, a beautiful, he puts what a beautiful truck. country. What a beautiful country we live in where you can be an absolute moron. They give you a driver's license, allow you to drive something that shouldn't even be allowed at monster truck rallies, and then let you express yourself and show the world how fucking stupid you are. Yes. The bumper sticker. Have you seen the... Yes. Have you seen the people in the DMV? Yeah. They're mutants. They're mutants, Stan. They're mutants. Well, Every they deal, single they one of them is... They deal a... with those people all day, though, dude. They have to put on a shell. They can't... They can't be. Oh themselves. no, I'm not talking about the workers. I feel bad for the workers. Right, right. I'm oh, saying the other patrons. Right. You're looking around. I'm like, that woman's got three arms. I know she does. You look at you a ever... dude. You're like, I bet he's got a tail. I yeah. bet there's a tail under there. Yeah. There, it's a you real cross section so... of community. That's for sure. <laughs> it, it 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 is, and it's it's awful. It's All awful. right. Well, thank you for that. You're that welcome. Good. I don't have a very serious one, but I do have one that's been bothering me. Sure, and I don't sure. understand it. And I'd like to hear from our listeners. Email us, um, text us, come by the house to visit. Whatever you got to do, let me know. Does your significant Dan's addresses. <laughs> does your significant other that has long hair, and I could say female, but maybe your significant other is a male and has very long hair and requires lots of products for that for that hair could be conditioner or shampoo like all kinds of shit right well mine the property i own known as my wife when she when she finishes a shampoo bottle or gets close to it it just stays there yeah and a new new bottle comes into the shower our our shower is like essentially a wet recycling bin of old fucking shampoo bottles what the fuck am i alone in this um yes for me but that's because but mine my property she is the type that actually immediately unpacks luggage as soon as you get back from a trip like not even taking a break. Like type a. She's you type get a. off the, yeah, yeah. You get off the plane and you get home and you wheel you wheel your your uh, suitcase into the house 
you know, mine stays there for days. I live out of that thing in my bedroom. <laughs> what the, that's <laughs> what my even, wife does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, you got to cycle it back into the dirty laundry. And then right. when it's empty, <laughs> you're laundering. It's like laundering money, but you're laundering your laundry, actually. Right, right. And what, you, you know what I mean? Once it gets, yes, once it gets back into the cycle, you don't need the, you don't need the luggage anymore. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's empty. So I'm right. through it already. <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah. then you put it away. <laughs> It's like it could be six months later. Like I need a pair of socks. Wait, right. I Wait, think I have a pair in my luggage. We went to Mexico six months ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, if you know, if but... you've lost the tan from that vacation, <laughs> you should not still be using that luggage. <laughs> oh God. So no, there's no there's no shampoo bottle graveyard. In uh, in in my shower. Oh my god! All right. Well, uh, honestly, if you're listening and you're with me, call, uh, text, leave a review, uh, email, uh, talk to us on our Facebook page. It may be the easiest way to do it. Yeah. And um, uh, hey, it was a great yeah. season. It was season Q, season quarantine. Obviously, the quarantine continues. Um, but yeah. we'll see uh, where we go in the future. Could we could take a few weeks off here. Um. But we will be always available online. Yeah, uh, check us out. Guys, it really helps if you leave a review. Um, you know, five stars would be great if you could just do that. Just click <laughs> on the five. You know, whatever it is you feel you need to do. But please uh, review, rate, um, tell your friends, tell your dog, tell your goldfish. Um, tell everyone you know, um, you know. We love our show, and we love the fact that you listen. So, just thanks for another awesome, ridiculous season. Um, we're we're in we're well into year three, and uh, really excited uh, for what the future is going to bring. Yes, we love you. Thank you so much, everybody around the world, and um, party on, Wayne. This has been Dan and the Rockness Monster from the United States sending an SOS. Shut up. Bye, everyone.